Welcome to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. Yara is the global leader in crop nutrition knowledge and the leading producer of quality fertilizer products. This podcast is intended to facilitate the transfer of knowledge for farmers and crop advisors, improving farm profitability and environmental sustainability. Grow the future with Yara. Hello, my name's Ken Rundle and with me is an inspiration. Alma Jordan is a farmer's wife from the east coast of Ireland who's won awards for our AgriKids Farm Safety Campaigning. She believes that if farmers and farm workers don't listen to official messages about on-farm deaths and injury, perhaps they will pay attention to their children and grandchildren. But how does it work? Alma, thanks for joining us. What started AgriKids? Well, I can actually pinpoint it to nearly the exact date. It was August 2014 and I was sitting with my son Eamon, who was only two, watching Tractor Ted, as was the rule for most days at that time. And my phone binged with um, with a news alert to let me know that we'd had um, a farm tragedy on a farm in County Cork in Ireland. And it involved a very young child. And what really impacted me was the fact that we were only days from hearing about another fatality on a farm involving a three-year-old child. So as a first-time mom, um, I live on a farm. I grew up on a farm. And I, I suppose I asked myself, you know, what's to say that won't happen to us and I immediately became incredibly upset for for the families involved and I resolved really to do everything in my power to to prevent that from happening to to us but I knew we had a way to go because there was nothing that we were doing that was any in any way different to other farmers so I went about looking to educate myself on the topic of farm safety to see if I could maybe get the conversation started in some way and and to boost awareness from a place of just knowing about it to actually actively practicing it. And I decided then that if I created maybe, for example, a series of storybooks for children, maybe bedtime stories could have farm stories and farm safety stories. And that's when I began to write the books. And it was when I brought out the books and we had a very nice launch and it went incredibly well. But it was when a, li- a, li- a librarian approached me and asked me, would I be interested in doing a book reading or some events within a local library that I realized where the actual power was. I stood in front of a room with seven children in a, in a library in North Dublin. And for, for 45 minutes, I had complete engagement from a very vulnerable yet very valuable audience They absolutely soaked it up. And what's more, they were giving me their point of view. They were giving me their angles. So I I went, do you know something? Why don't we have something specifically for children? And that's where AgriKids came about. And my ethos then and still is, is that we engage, we educate, and we empower our children to be our farm safety ambassadors. And and that first workshop in that library in Dublin has has grown to me doing workshops in, in schools to over 30,000 children. And we know from the environmental movement just how much the involvement of young people has driven that forward. And you can see this coming through farm safety as well, so that they take on the role and they start nagging dad or they start nagging mum about what they're doing on the farm. And I really love the way you use the word nagging because as soon as I start an event, I let the children know that something very special is going to happen in 40 minutes. They're going to become part of a very special club of agri-kids, which means they're going to be experts in farm safety, which means they're going to have my full permission to boss all the grown-ups around on the topic of farm safety. And children love that. They are instinctive learners. They are passionate learners. And what's more, they like to share their learning with anybody who is going to listen. And I've had parents come back to me after an event to say, do you know what? 
They're on the phone to, to their dad right now, making sure he has his PTO covered. And what's more, they want their dad to show them where the emergency button is for that PTO, just in case they need to know that someday. So that's for me is, is hugely impactful that those conversations are actually happening. Those conversations that could one day be the difference between life and death. And there's certainly those kind of messages are still needed. In GB in 2019-20, we had, what, the lowest fatality total in five years, but that was still 21. And that's 18 less than the previous year. But that's a huge number. And it'll be the same situation in the Republic of Ireland as well. It's absolutely huge. And, and I suppose when I get frustrated about the topic of farm safety, it's when the stats are brought into it. That's 21 families. That's 18 families, 21 communities, 18 communities. I've sat in a room... In, in a primary school and I had a five-year-old child sitting in front of me whose father had been killed just six months prior to a farming accident. Farm accidents and farm deaths impact so many aspects of the farm family community and, and do you know what it never actually leaves the uh, community because again I've gone into I've gone into halls that have been that have a plaque in, in place that are in memory of children who have been lost. And one little boy was only 11. His name was Richard, and he'd been killed off a tractor a number of years prior. And there I was, eight or nine years after his death, delivering a farm safety workshop in that same school hall. It never leaves a community. It never does. So you've got this set series of books and leaflets and pamphlets. Uh, you can tell us a bit about that. But also you've been across in the UK, for example, um, invited to attend at several farm, big farm shows and exhibitions. How's that gone? That was one of the biggest honours I think I could have had because um, I was invited over uh, to Peterborough uh, by Kids Country UK. And I was invited over to do some, some workshops for the uh, children and I really got to see firsthand how farm to fork, seed to shelf education was happening within the, in, within the United Kingdom. And it gave me a great um, opportunity to not just get to meet different rural communities, diff, di different children, but to, to find out how education was happening um, within the UK. And what I took home with me from that um, was I went to the National Farmers Union, had the Discovery Barn. And it was a magnificent tool where the children could go in and interact with the different aspects of enterprise on, on a farm. And I said to myself, this is what we need to be doing. This is the kind of engagement, the kind of interaction that we need on this, this topic. And that's led to me creating a vehicle here, uh, the Farm Safe Roadshow, which is an opportunity for me to put up not just manual games, but my digital games also. So, so the apps, the virtual reality platform that we have, as well as touchscreen games. So it's about creating an educational experience for, for children that is for them and only for them. And I, I think that's something we tend to forget a lot when it comes to the education of our children. We think we, we know what we're doing because we're doing it from our point of view. Sometimes we've got to get right down, down there and deliver the message from their point of view, in their, in their language and through their mediums. Where can we access this material? You can go to um, agrikids.co.uk um, to get... Um, to get use of all the, the different touchscreen games and also to, to download the app. And you'll also find out more about the, uh, about the uh, storybooks and activity books that I've brought out. And if you go onto the AgriKids YouTube channel, I have recorded a number of the webinars that I've delivered over the past number of weeks during the, this, this COVID time. And you, you basically will, can have 45 minutes to yourself, moms and dads, because we have story time, we have games, we have discussions, 
all on the topic of farm safety. And I've had children as young as four years old engaging in those webinars. And um, I, I can promise you I'm, I'm probably more excited about those and the potential for those in, in the future. And sadly, with lockdown again in so many parts of uh, Great Britain and Ireland um, because of COVID, this is an opportunity. It absolutely is. And I think when I first heard the schools were going to be closing, my first thoughts were, oh, no, there's going to be a lot of children home on farms at a very busy time. It was hay and silage season here when the schools first first closed. And unfortunately, we did. We had three fatalities involving children in the few weeks um, since the schools shut down. So that's really why I, I, I reacted and pivoted as quickly as I possibly could to create the experience that would normally happen within a classroom to make it available to farm families straight into the home. Um, farm safety is on the National School curriculum. And, and by, by accessing and, and utilizing the resources that we have, it's not just fulfilling a curriculum requirement, but it's also enabling children to become engaged and educated on the topic of farm safety from the youngest of ages. And, and what's more, it's something that they bring with them. And it's, it's something that, that they carry through all the way until they too, hopefully one day, run a farm on their own. What are the key messages you're trying to get across through this podcast? What's driving you? I hear the excuses all the time, whether, oh, it's the weather or that we, we can't afford to be safer. Or the only thing farmers have to do every single day is to come home. You went out that back door that morning and you come home through that back door in the evening time. I was talking to a first responder one day and he, he nearly broke my heart because what he, he said to me has, I suppose, it struck me greatly. He said the saddest day of his life was having to take off another man's boots. Nobody else should take off your boots, okay? Farmers are, farmers are their farm's greatest assets. They're their family's greatest assets. They matter. And they, we need to, to stop reprioritizing our safety and well-being over a calving cow or over a tractor. You matter the most. If you don't come home, in the evening time, nothing else matters, nothing at all. And that's the thing, you know, oh, if I'm going up this ladder now or if I'm going to go, go in with this beast now, will I be home to see my family? That's, to my mind, a, a pretty key important message and not one that very often is put across to the farming community. No, and I think I, I've met so many families who have lost people and one, one woman at her husband's own wake went missing. They couldn't find her. And when they did find her, they found her in the cattle shed, counting the cattle. because She didn't know how many cows they had. He had known everything. He had taken care of everything. And now she was left with so much more of a loss than the loss of her husband and her spouse. She was left without a livelihood. So it's, it's massively important that we start thinking about farm safety, not just from the perspective of stats and ratios and and putting rules and regulations into place, but we start putting the people behind the issue. And I think if we start thinking about it like that, well, then maybe we can look to a far safer future on our farms. Alma Jordan, I said you were an inspiration and I think you've proved it. Thank you. And if Alma has inspired you, you can get more information on aggregates by going to aggregates.uk or aggregates.ie. More importantly, get the family involved. Next time, we're back to technical talk and the latest research findings. But don't forget these latest important messages. I'm Ken Rundle, and I'll be back soon. Thanks for listening to Yara's Grow the Future podcast. For more information, visit yara.co.uk or yara.ie.